What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Welcome to Preach Care Preach with Rashad. We are the prophets. Here to episode another sermon coming at you from 12 Ounce Sports. Uh, Zingo TV, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you can hear us. Uh, Rashad, what's going on, man? What it do, man? We're wrapping up June. We got COVID cases going crazy. Boy. Jeopardizing all the sports leagues, which, I mean, at this point, they might go in and shut it down, man. There's no way they can contain all these people for the basketball season and definitely not the NFL. Like, might as well go ahead and just wrap it up. <laughs> it's, it's sad to say that, but it's like every single day, every time somebody say, oh, he got the virus, I'm like, man, come on, that's another another guy. Like, you know, and, and at some point they're going to be like, forget it. I mean, I, I hope it don't get to that point, but yeah, you're probably right. It will. Yeah, you got the NFL talking about they're going to tarp off roads and sell stuff to sponsors, which is a good business idea because people will pay for that advertising. But it's like, yo, at this point, man. <sighs> I, I know we're all we're all desiring and clamoring for sports, but at the same time, man, I don't want anybody putting their health at risk or nothing like that. Like it's it's bigger than that. Facts. You can't facts about that. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what what's, what's going to happen in the next. Because they, they they apparently everybody's supposed to come back in July. Baseball. Yeah, you know. WBA. Yeah, you know July. They they're talking about the um the waivers and like the um, decide if you're gonna opt in, opt out to play or not for um basketball and then baseball they're doing the back to training camp all that kind of stuff so i want to see how it's going to turn out man hey the nfl guys they they really kind of got messed up because like if COVID would have hit during free agency man like guys could have held out and they could have probably got some stuff changed with the cba they, they probably they probably they, they need to redo that because they messed up yeah they, they could have probably took advantage of the nfl then because they would have to sign no deals Saturday cap would have been changed, like all that kind of stuff. So, the NFL probably kind of missed the boat, no, fortunately, but also unfortunately at the same time. Right. So, I I I would hate to see uh I would hate to see like NBA come back and then they shut them down again. Like I think that's gonna be crazy. I mean, it's possible though. You know, they might they might try to push through, but you know, you already got Avery Bradley. He's opted out. Colley Stein. 
you know, some other guys opted out as well, which is totally understandable. But now you got teams trying to go find replacement players, which that is fine also. But it's just like at some point you're going to – I don't want to say run out of players, but you're going to run out of people that's like, all right, we kind of don't care anymore. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, Dwight Howard, I, I thought he was going to make his case, but I guess he didn't uh, decide quite yet. Yeah, he got until July 1st, so let's see how uh, how it all plays out. All right, man. Well, let's let's go and get into what we came here for, man. Then uh, back to the upper room, uh, our fourth position, uh, shooting guards. I think this this is another another wings when rings debate uh, when you, when it when it comes to that. When it comes to uh, this is a, v- a valuable position that they have to do it all because they can. Uh, they're big enough too um, for most guys, and and when it comes down to it, the game on the line, the ball probably gonna be in the hands. Yeah, shooting guard is kind of where most of your your scoring champions come from. Like your your more ball dominant guys, you know. So uh, it'll be a pretty fun debate, I think, on a few guys. But uh, let's see how many keys we handing out today, man. We gotta hand some keys out. All right, man. So we're standing at thirty four. We had yeah. twelve power forwards, twelve small forwards, and we uh, ten, ten point guards. Ten so point guards. Let's see how many shooting guards we get in, and. Uh, I bet the over will get in 60 people told it. You've been under, <laughs> under 60. So let, let's see how our trend goes with uh, our fourth position right here. All right, man. So uh, without without further ado, let's start with the the GOAT. I mean, this is what, this is what we said. We had a 10-part documentary about him and Michael Jordan, uh, probably the greatest player of all time, debatably, I guess, if you want if you want to debate it. I'm, he's my one. Uh, but, you know, from a shooting guard standpoint, um, we know we know the resume six and zero in the finals, um, in lethal st- score. We, I think when he retired, when he was top three, uh, now he didn't move down the chain because of, of current players, former players who just retired. But um, I mean, Michael Jordan, you can't. I mean, Sir Ernest, Sir Jordan, Black Jesus, Black Cat. What what does he got? I mean, <laughs> I mean, every every name you can think of, man. Like you know, you're a legend when you got your you got your own. You know your competitors calling you Black Jesus, like come on, man. man. Like those, those. I mean, those Larry quotes, everything you can think of. Like he's the complete package from skill set. He could do everything. Of course, they didn't shoot the three a lot back then, but he still had times where they moved the line in. He shot the ball well. From a marketing perspective, I mean, dudes killed the game. And then you just can't watch any highlight package without showing a Michael Jordan highlight. That's why I think that's one of those things like LeBron doesn't have. Like Jordan always has like that ultimate highlight package in those crazy, crazy moments. Shot over Elo, good. Lakers, that crazy layup. Like the shot against Utah or just just so many crazy moments, man. Like, you know, LeBron's, yeah, that, you know, (laughs) LeBron's most iconic iconic moments you know you're gonna say the block the but block, it's, yeah like if you, if you had made a shot with it it would have been more memorable but you know people don't just go around showing lebron's shot against orlando when he hit that crazy three or his shots against toronto when he had that crazy run like jordan just has that ultimate highlight package like nobody can do this yeah man i mean michael jordan elite on offense elite on defense you're talking about what you want in the two guard uh, to be a two-way superstar, and you know, he fit the mold. Um, and there's other guy just like him fit the mold. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, he's also in the upper room, uh, without question. Five and two in the finals. Uh, part of the best duo of all time with him and Shaq. 
uh, 18-time All-Star. Uh, you know, probably the last two probably wasn't really him as far as, you know, the guy. But, um, I mean, he won an MVP, probably robbed of, of a couple. Um, and he, he even had his little stretches that we're going to talk about other guys that, that, you know, maybe the winning wasn't there when he didn't have no other star. Uh, but he still was in the playoffs. Uh, you know, they, they was up 3-1 against the Suns one time and still lost it. But, I mean, his next best player was Lamar Odom at the time. But Kobe Bryant, man, I mean, just like Jordan. I mean, anything you want to say about Jordan, you can say the same thing about Kobe. Yeah, you know, around that time, everybody who came into the league was being dubbed as the next Michael Jordan. But Kobe is the only guy that even came close or you could say in some way surpassed MJ. Um, you know, of course, RIP um, to him, to his family, you know, always going to say condolences to them. But, and yeah, the, the, the black mama, man, a, a legend on and off the court as well. You know, crazy, crazy, crazy resume. I'm a number eight Kobe over 24 Kobe, but he's the only kid when you pick. The dude still is a goat, still a legend. <laughs> Facts. And you talk about iconic moments, him, him, the, the live, the Shaq was, that's one of the best, like, plays and best moments because how they was down what, 14 points in the fourth or something like that, and he came back and won the game? Man. So, man, he man, had – Lop the Shaq, the shot against the Suns. Oh, uh, man, the shot over D-Wade, that crazy <laughs> shot. I mean, yeah. Kobe got Kobe, Kobe got some too. The, yeah. the scorer's table, pumping the fifth with the fifth championship. Kobe got some crazy highlights too. Facts. Um, next guy, man. Uh, I mean, this, this is where we kind of get into, like, a lot of people – you can debate the third spot um, a little bit, um, but we're not really ranking these guys, but – um, Clyde the Glide Drexler, um, talented player, uh, Blazers and the Rockets. If, the, if today's NBA were back then when he was drafted, uh, they would have drafted Michael Jordan and uh, instead of Sam Bowie, and that would have been a crazy, crazy duel to watch in Jordan and Drexler. But um, Clyde, I mean, man, hey, he got with Houston, got a championship, 10-time All-Star, um, one and two in the NBA Finals, five All-NBAs, no first teams, but – I mean, how, I mean, it's hard to do that when you when you're going against Jordan and uh, he's taking that spot from you. Uh, but Clyde Glide, I mean, 26 and, and six basically his whole career. And uh, I mean, if you if you was going to have a knockoff Jordan and you got Clyde, hey, it's good, great. I mean, nickname wise, if it's imperfectly, because in from the college level to the NBA level, the dude really could glide. Like Clyde was dunking on heads. <laughs> and and I think people you know, over time he's become underrated in my opinion, because yeah. people forget, you know, he was on Portland and he was the guy. Like from ninety, ninety one, ninety two, he was the Blazers main guy and they were in three straight conference finals, making two finals. So he's become underrated over time, oh, he couldn't shoot. He couldn't do this. Clyde was elite defender, twenty six and six. I mean, what else do you want from to do it? I mean, over time, as the game evolved, he got he turned to a better shooter. Was in that trade at the deadline, got to Houston, got a championship. So, I mean, five All NBAs, and this is around a time where there were there were not three All NBA teams. There were just two teams, and you're competing with Isaiah, with Magic, with Jordan, Kevin Johnson, all these yep. guys. So. You're you're in an era where the guard spot was, I mean, it was elite, Loaded. and you yeah. had to you had you had to be one of the four top guards, like, and you could have been having a, a great season and still not have made it. So, uh, I think underrated as time has gone on, but I still think Clyde's one of the fifty best players. And if I was to rank my shooting guards, he'll be number five or six for me. Yeah, I mean, he he got a lot of uh, he got a lot of moments, man. Him in college and NBA, 
it's it's just crazy that uh that we we probably as a culture like forget about Clyde and and when you, when you talk about the next guys we're gonna talk about it's kind of like oh well you know they're more flashy um you know they they answer the questions um and stuff like that so um Ellen Iverson the answer that's a a elite lit name we talk about that with the small fours and the, and the uh and the point guards uh. The answer, man, Allen Iverson, culturally, um, legend, um, from what he made, you know, the bring the do rag, not do rag, the headband with the sleeve, uh, the braids. It is, it just was. He he made he made the NBA for, fun to watch. Uh, him crossing up Jordan is very iconic. Uh, Allen Iverson got to the got to the finals, had a, one of a, one of the greatest games individually in the finals. Got got gentlemen swept by the Lakers, but you can't you can't really count them on that because Kobe and Shaq is too much. But um, you know he had opportunities when you know they tried to get him in, uh, in Denver to, to help win. But you know Philly, Philly just you know they, they couldn't really get that second star to help him out along the way. But you're talking about a guy who's pound for pound one of the best players ever, six feet, and, and was able to like give it to you at all times. And I mean, he very underrated at defense as well. Man, AI. If you look at the first twelve years of his career, you would have thought this dude was Jordan. Like, dude, resume <laughs> is crazy for like the first twelve years. Like, no, that stuff in Detroit, Memphis, and yeah, yeah I don't want to count none of that. Don't, 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 yeah. don't worry about that. Those first twelve years, this dude was eleven-time All Star, four-time scoring champion, three-time steel champion, seven times All NBA. The nineties, you know, the the uh, his class, the rookie of the year for his class. And he won an MVP. Like, and this dude only barely six feet tall, barely 175, 80 pounds. <laughs> Culturally, dude brought hip hop culture to the game. Like, he took all the hits for the practice quotes. And, you know, he was, you know, wearing the baggy t shirts, bearing, you know, wearing the baggy jeans, all that kind of stuff, and made it, you know, I mean, he's one of the first guys with multiple visible tattoos. So, like, I mean, he kind of ushered in a different era for it to be acceptable for guys like LeBron, like Melo, or, you know, mm-hmm. anybody who wants to wear a headband or to have a lot of tattoos and still be marketable because Reebok gave him the bag. He's going to still get a bigger still, bag when he turns yeah. 55. I about to say, he get another one coming up soon. Yeah, yeah. Man. So, man. Hey, he's, you know, when you look at, when you people think about a GOAT as far as, like, you know, best of all time, they don't really mention his name, but when you look at everything together as from a skill set point of view, uh, you know, he gets criticized for being inefficient, all that kind of stuff. But it's a different era, man. Back then, he was one star, build a team around him. You take 25 shots, and that's how you do it. But him, his skill set, marketing, culturally, AI is on that Mount Rushmore. It's one of the most influential people in the game ever. What, ever. More, more iconic number. Second to Jordan to me. Second to me to Jordan. Like, outside of Jordan, AI is the most influential player ever. And, like, dude always give love. AI, yeah. whenever you see him at the game, he always dapping up LeBron, D-Wade, whoever. He giving them one of them, them bro hugs. Like, bro, I really love you. Like, I'm here to show you love, too. I appreciate you, whatever you did for what you're doing for the game, the community, right. whatever. He always show love, always show respect. He, he's never talked down on any generation. He loves Steph Curry. Like, he loved MJ like he don't disrespect the old era or the new era. He still loved everybody. More, more, more iconic number. The number twenty three or the number three? Uh, probably twenty three, man. Because you got Jordan had twenty three, Bron had twenty three, 
AD at 23 at one point. You know, when you think of three, you, got, you just think of Wade and AI mainly, but I say 23 more iconic. I'm gonna say the fact that it's 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 a, it's a question. I mean, I I think Iverson putting that number on the map, and I know a lot of guys growing up wore that number just because they wanted to be Iverson, like the crossover, the the like what like you said, wearing the sleeve, wearing the wearing all the accessories, man. It's just you're right, man. As far as influential, influential, he's he's up there um, with 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 the best. Um, one moment. What one thing about Iverson? Do do you ever think that you know he he didn't get a championship, so he's one of those guys that that didn't win a championship. Um, where do you believe at some point in his career that he was like, well, he ain't got to get it. Who cares? It's Iverson. Um, probably around, like, 2004. Like, at that point, he had been in the league, like, eight, nine years. So, you know, everything he had did, just skill set-wise, it was kind of like the dude was on a, a crazy, crazy tear. And then the league kind of started to shift, you know, as the LeBrons and D-Ways, all those guys emerged. So, you know, he's one of the top guys on the scoring list. I mean, to me, what what he had already done through the first eight teams of his career was already, you know, rare mm-hmm. air. So everybody can't win this championship, in my opinion. Like, it, no. if everybody right. could yeah. win it, 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 if everybody could win it, it wouldn't be special. I, I definitely agree with that one. Uh, Moving on to another, another number three, uh, D Wade, Dwayne Wade, Flash. Um, first of all, I I think that I think that. Um, Sometimes now this is not a knock. I'm not knocking him in, in this upper room, but it's like sometimes he get the uh, he does get a little overrated when it comes to um, like when you talk about his whole career, and it's mostly because of the you know he won championships uh, with LeBron, and and we both we both agree in this that you know when he, when LeBron got there he was on the way down, and when you have a a star like LeBron next to you, you got a Chris Bosh there as well. Um, you got Pat Riley in the building and, and Spurs like that that culture and stuff like that. It can hide stuff like that. And I think I think D Wade had a great flash in the pan success when they talk about from from when he first got in to about what two thousand seven, so about four or five years. Um, and he was like, you talking about some top three player in the game? Like this was easy. And once the injury started hitting him, um, derailing him a little bit, the knees and stuff like that. Adding LeBron definitely propped up his his career, but he was still able to do what he wanted to do to average twenty points, get get your get your five and five as a rebound and assist type of guy. So Dwayne Wade, um, you know, first that 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 finals matchup is where he's going to go infamous for, where you down o two and you come back and you dominate and he averaged what like forty in those like last four games and we talk about putting your team on your back and it's not like Shaq was helping him like. At a Shaq level, and he was putting that team on his back and carrying it. Man, you talking about special? That probably is going down as one of the best finals performances of all time. I, I, I definitely would rank it top five. Um, and what he was able to do then, uh, coming back and in, in, in later his career and still winning championships, being a part of those teams. I mean, D Wade's success is just off the charts. Yeah, like on the back end, you know, of course with LeBron coming. Um, I always say that kind of propped up his legacy a little bit more because I think it prolonged his window. You know, his first year as a rookie, he wasn't really that electric, but that second year they added Shaq and boom, D-Wade took off. Like from that 04-05 season through 2010-2011 when LeBron first got there, I mean, dude was averaging 26 points, six assists, five boards, and he was one of the better defensive players in the game. So 
I mean, it's crazy. Outside of during that during that time period, to me, it was no matter what order you put them in, it was LeBron, Kobe, D. Wade. Like that was yeah, like the three, yeah. and, and then even Melo was like right there, like top five too. Right. Of course, you still had the, the Dirks, Duncan that were still you know there, but Duncan kind of was going down stuff like that. But you know, your Chris Pauls, guys like that. Um, but to me, during that time, that time frame, it was Bron, Wade, and Kobe, no matter what order you put them in. And, like, I mean, outside of he didn't really shoot the three well, and at times he didn't shoot the free throw well, but D-Wade was, during his prime, the total package. He had two – I think it was 07 and 08. He had those two injury-riddled years. But for the most part, the other years in his prime, from, like I said, 04, 05 to – 2010, 2011, he was playing, you know, 70, 75%, you know, of the game, 70, 75, something like that. And then, of course, once LeBron kind of emerged in 2012, D-Wade started to go down to, like, you know, barely 20, 21 points a game, you know, load managing and all that kind of stuff. So right. he, he got a chance to win the two championships, which is great. Uh, he's one of the better players in the league. His prime is pretty much unmatched. I mean, when you look at his prime, you're going to put his prime up there with Kobe, Jordan, you know, those type of guys. But, of course, on the back end, he got a few more accolades, which helps him out. Yeah, I was about to say, it, if you're in that conversation with the Jordan Kobe's from your prime, and that's, that's that's all you really need to say and have to say about him. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think I think we, we tend to forget the success of Miami before LeBron gets there. And, and, like I said, I'm not trying to knock him, but it's like, man, it's like – him and D-Wade getting together, like LeBron, even even, even if he just got Melo or he got Chris Bosh, that would have prolonged his career. And, and whether whether he won championships with Chris Bosh alone, they still would have been, you know, conference finals or, or second round instead of what, doing what they was doing. And you can't really blame him. I mean, you, you, got, you put a team on his back and he can't support it because it's just not good enough talent around him. And, you know, I, I don't knock him too much about it, but but you definitely uh, think like, oh, I, he, I'm glad somebody can't help him out because – he needed it, and you know, like I said, his his flash for a reason, man. That prime was, the prime was, was was. It seemed like it's so it happened so quick, and then all of a sudden he was, you know, part of the big three and on the down end. But we 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 can't forget that that prime years when he had, and man, were they great. Like I don't like how it's how he ended. You know, of Hell course no. Miami, Miami <laughs> didn't really Miami didn't want to give him the deal, so he had to go to Chicago, and they should have won that playoff series, but Rondo got hurt, so they you know losing. And then he goes to play with LeBron in Cleveland for a minute. That didn't, that was so clunky. It didn't work out. Then he goes back to Miami as like the six-man mentor type of guy. Don't didn't really right. have – you know, it just – you know, it, it didn't it, it didn't end how I thought as one of the better players that should have ended. I mean, he even fell at the scores table on the last, the last <laughs> game, man. So, I mean, it was funny, but, you know, it was yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> for, for, the, for D-Wade to be D-Wade, it didn't end how I thought it should have ended. Um but that's part of the game, you know, there there aren't all these storybook endings. At least he got a chance to finish in Miami, which is nothing more. Hey, I'm Mike. And this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile. And Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. 
This season, there's zero fees to switch. And right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just $25 a line for four lines, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm Mike, and that's how I rule my holiday with Metro. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. Hey, I'm Mike. And this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile. And Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This season, there's zero fees to switch. And right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just $25 a line for four lines, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm Mike, and that's how I rule my holiday with Metro. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. Important thing, really. The, the these next two guys, they didn't really win the the, the big game like DUA did. But um, for, first of all, Tracy McGrady, T Mac, uh, seven time All Star, two scoring champ, uh, seven time All NBA. We're putting him in the upper room because uh, he was he. We talk about prime for prime. You putting him up with with the Iverson and D Wade's as well and the Kobe's because he was neck and neck with these guys uh, from a prime standpoint. And then when the injury started hit, I mean. You know, you fall, you fall on down. But you're talking about somebody who, if he would have had the playoff success, would be viewed very, very highly uh, amongst the NBA greats. And I think that's way, probably, way differently. And I, way and, I, differently. and I, yeah, and, and that's what that's what really holds him back is because even with the Yao Ming, um, you should be getting second round conference finals. Um, and and you know, obviously he doesn't count the Spurs run because he didn't play that much. But you know, even even if he got some minutes off that. You know that would have been a little bit better, but obviously it's with a, it's with a stacked <laughs> team. But yeah, but I, I don't know. Maybe if his career lasted, if he had more time with Vince Carter in Toronto, or Grant Hill didn't get hurt in Orlando, we don't know what would happen and what his his career would have went to. But um, it, it, it's like it's, it's sad to see it's sad to see how T Mac ended. But it's like when he was there, you couldn't you couldn't be stopped. Yeah, similar to D Wade, man. His prime dude was. Something crazy. I mean, from age twenty one to twenty seven, he made all stars every year. Dude averaged twenty six points, twenty five, thirty two, twenty eight, twenty five, twenty four, and twenty four. Like that was elite Can't scoring the two the two scoring titles. And outside of the oh five oh six year, he was playing seventy something games. Oh, he he only played sixty seven in two thousand three oh four, but he was playing seventy something games. Made the playoffs a few times, but didn't of course got the first round. Uh, kind of had the unfortunate uh, circumstance of when they changed the playoff format from five games to seven games. He was up three one against Detroit. They ultimately came back and won. So <laughs> that that would have been his playoff win. Then with Houston, if he wasn't injured, y'all was injured. It never lined up right. And then of course when you're in a four or five seed, those are always tough matchups, and they lost uh, in those playoff series. But man, T Mac, one of my favorite players, dude had a. I mean those seven All Star years. 26.9 points, 6.6 rebounds, 5.4 assists. You can do it Basically all. the same thing as D-Wade, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, you can like, do it all. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I think I think outside of uh, Iverson from a size standpoint, um, these guys so far they can do it all like defensively and uh, like guard to guard multiple positions. Um, and Iverson, Iverson, even he was crafty with the steals. So like all these guys can do a lot of different things, and I think that's what makes the shooting guard such a great position. Um, we talk about this upper room. Like I, I feel I feel like these guys are more like I would I want these guys more than any other position. Um, Another guy. Yeah, same thing with same thing with Matt. He didn't end how I thought he should end either, man. With oh, Knicks no. and Spurs, Spurs man. all that kind of stuff. They didn't even man, play. The Hawks, bro, he didn't even play. Like Spurs, Hawks, Detroit. I forgot he was on the damn Hawks. Oh. Knicks, like he ended terrible too, man. Like then he had to go play in China for a minute. He went and killed over there, but it's it's Mac, man. Yeah. Come on, man. he had to go out like that, but you know, it is what it is. Another another scoring champ, another twelve time All Star. Uh, the Iceman. Goat nickname. Hey, that is, that is. George Gerber, man. I mean, he, he, as far as putting the ball in the basket, that's what he did. Like, it, it was, and it was easy. Oh, man, this guy, this guy was great. Um, it, it just, it just, it just sucked that he couldn't, he couldn't get the wins either. And it's like, man, imagine, imagine if he was be able to get prime David Robinson in San Antonio with prime George. You talking about another great duo, man. It's like, it, timing be, be so crazy, man. Yeah, like he was in the ABA for a little while, but he didn't really lose too many uh too many years over there. He played in the ABA from age twenty to twenty-three. So from twenty-four to thirty-three he was in the NBA, which is really most athletes prime. Yeah. And at, you know, for his NBA career, he averaged twenty six points a game. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Up you know <laughs> at, at, at times he was criticized for being selfish, taking too many shots, not really being a winning player. I mean he don't really have a whole lot of assists, you know. He not he don't rank real high on the assist list or career average. Um, he wasn't really an uh, active defender. He would, you know, he kind of had that hard in criticism. All points, yeah. No defense, he 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 does the does the yeah, yeah the, the way back hard yeah. winning. So, yeah. but man, those scoring titles, he got buckets, averaged over thirty twice. I mean, I think it was thirty three and thirty two. Like, dude, kill. But yeah. four scoring titles, yeah, you would put your buckets up, man. Yeah, you put and he was always efficient up. too. Like he was, he was getting, you know, fifty five percent, fifty two percent, forty nine percent, like from the field. Like he was killing. And he and he was a guard, not a big man who's tall. And like, bro, you you killing on <laughs> you killing like that on twenty five and twenty three shots. You killing? Yeah. For a whole season, 79, 80 games. Come on, man. The Ice Man. I mean, he, he was famous for the. For that finger roll, wasn't it? Ain't that what he's famous yeah. for? He was crazy, man. Um, yeah. Spurs legend. Spurs legend. I mean, it's like I said, it's crazy, man. It's like if, if greats and greats can line up together, who knows? Who knows? Um, another guy we're putting in. Uh, I don't. I don't know if this is really his nickname, but I feel like it's, it's a great name to have. It's Jesus Shuttlesworth, uh, Mr. Ray Allen. I mean, man, you, you ain't count. You ain't counting, man. Come on, man. He got. He nah, got game man, though, man. Really got game I mean, though. That, that, from the from the movie perspective, it was a cool movie. But <laughs> as, as as a nickname, man. Hey, come on, I, my I, man got I, game. I, I can't give him as a nickname, man. Like some guys just don't need a nickname. Man. Like, <laughs> like name too short. His first name ain't even Ray. It's William. <laughs> William William Allen. It's probably Raymond. <laughs> he probably dropped it. Uh, but I mean, but wherever wherever he went, man, he was a winner. Um. When he was in Seattle, we we know how great he was to him there with Rashard Lewis. Even Milwaukee making a lot of conference finals. Uh, 
really should have got to the finals. Uh, he was game seven with Iverson, Iverson in two thousand when they played uh oh one when they played the Lakers. So you know Ray Allen could could have got there and he could have had his fifty points showing and maybe he would have stepped up with Tyrone Lue. Who knows? Um, but uh, he was great there. Of course, when he got to the Boston, the big three uh, championship followed in my in Miami, where people a lot of people will say he saved LeBron James' legacy. So um, Ray Ray Allen, he 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 had a lot of stages in his career, and I think people forget the superstardom in in Ray Allen, like like what he was doing. I think it's similar to Paul Pierce. Like it's crazy they were teammates, but similar to how like he was killing, and you could not stop this guy. And he would dunk, he would dunk on you, and and he would catch you. He would catch you every time, and whether it's Seattle or Milwaukee. And then when you got to Boston, you know they all took, they they step back and like we're gonna play as a team, and we're gonna we're gonna win the championship. So they all had played their role. But in Seattle, and Milwaukee, man, lights out, bro. Like Ray Allen, was my, he was one of my favorite players, and it's it's not, it's just it's just a bucket, all level. Oh yeah, game. man. Like Ray Allen went crazy for a lot of years. Like people forget his Seattle run. You know, because of guys like T Mac and Kobe, AI, like yeah. you know, other names, other names that were a little more flashier and market wise, just kind of come up a little bit more. Man, Ray Allen was in Seattle, was averaging twenty four, four and four. Like, dude was eating. Like, yeah, come on, man, like crazy from the three point line, move off the ball during his prime, athletic freak. Of course, you you go to Boston, you take less shots. You know, your numbers kind of come down and. You know, during his prime, he only made what two or three All NBA's. But of course, right. at that time, the guard position was it's too loaded. Like Clyde, yeah. it, it was loaded. Can't do you no got Steve Nash winning MVP. You got Jason Kidd making the finals with the Nets. Kobe, T Mac, AI, like we just said. You get guys in their prime like D Wade coming up. So like, you know, Michael Red having crazy years. You just get so many guys. Gilbert Arenas, man, like Joe Johnson. I think made a couple All NBA's. So you just. <laughs> When you just start running through the names during that time, uh, it's kind of hard to make all NBA perennially. But Ray Allen, I think another guy who's been underrated over time, like yeah. as a three point shooter, that's all people know him for. Yeah, that's, and that's all they know him for. Like he did way more than that. Um, in, in today's game, he'd be you know top ten. I think he might have been on the fringe top ten back then. You know when you combine the bigs and the, the oh, guards yeah. and wings, all that kind of stuff. But I mean today. He'll be Clay Thompson on steroids. I like I like the way you say that. Uh, and the last guy we got in, who was because uh, he actually dribbled the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another guy we got, and he's a you know he got the the George Gervin Iceman criticism, but I mean he's lethal, and I don't I don't see why he get a lot of hate. I understand the success hasn't got there yet, but I mean he's he's been he's been hooping, and that's James Harden, man. I mean. The beard. <laughs> um, we talking about putting up like ever since he got the Houston man, his Houston numbers are crazy. Like, and, off the and, charts, and, man. You, you know I love James, man. He was killing for the defense, all that kind of stuff. But he didn't got better as a defensive player. Like yeah. he was been ranking top five in the league in steals like a couple of years. Yeah, because so he's, he, he's more better. he's he's an anticipator, and you know he he that's that's ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with getting that, Houston that way. So hey, yeah, it, yeah. It just they just they just hate for him, man. And I always tell people this, like, man, they should have kept Harden in OKC. He would not have been the guy. He would not be in the upper room right now if he had stayed in OKC. Like it, it is he, what it he, is. He, he would not be the Harden we know and love. Russ would not be the Russ we know and love. And KD wouldn't be the guy we know and love either. Like, exactly. Their careers and lives would have been totally different. Man. They had to leave. They had to leave because they they was they was being cemented and they was being like pressured down and 
obviously he got he got Houston and boom, he's one of the best players in the league and he's he's automatically top ten every single year he stepped on the court. So I, I don't see no decline, don't see him coming down and and you gonna really knock him for losing to the Warriors? I, I just don't I, I don't I don't get the criticism that people give Man. him. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Bro, the the le- if if you would if you get the resume of the last five years of averaging thirty one points, eight assists, six rebounds, one point seven steals, shooting forty four percent from the from the field goal, thirty five from three, and eighty six from the free throw line, anybody will take that. But if you say James Harden, you're gonna oh, say he shoot oh, too much. Oh, oh, he shoot too much. He don't win nothing. Like man, <laughs> the last five years the dude averaging thirty one points, eight assists. He basically been carrying the Rockets, and he still got more game to go. And what's crazy is. People say, oh, he shoot too much. Do you not know Jordan shot five more shots than Harden on a career basis? Like, he shoot, Jordan shoots way more. So, if, if Harden shoots too much, then what, you don't care about Jordan, though. Like, because it's Jordan. So, don't. Then, don't. Like, like it, it's just the, it, it's the bias, man. Don't. I mean, yeah. Y'all remember Kobe went crazy that you want to score one title, 06, 07, all that kind of stuff. But he was shooting like 25, 26 <laughs> shots. Like, he had Smush Parker, Kwame Brown. He had to shoot. <laughs> I'm, Vladimir I'm Romanovich. Kobe was going with himself. Like, I'm shooting everything out here. Exactly. So, Wait, you, say, you say James Harden. Oh, oh no. Oh, he shoots too damn much. Oh, he can't. All he do is get five free throws. Jordan, shoot more free man, throws. Like, <laughs> like, like, Harden, the last six, I want to say last, I'll say from 2015 to 2019, could legit be MVP every time. Like, at yeah. least we have a, yeah. a case for it. Like, yeah. of course, 2016, Steph went crazy, 50, 40, 90 on 30, 30 points a game. You know, 73 and 19, Harden went when they got that. But 2015, you could have debated it, Steph versus Harden. And then you got the one with uh, Giannis. You know, you could have debated those. Like, you could have debated a lot of the MVPs the last couple of years, man. You could have debated the Russ Harden MVP. Harden could have been MVP at least three legit times. Yeah, the, cra- the crazy thing is we know without without – Hard on the court, how bad they be. Like <laughs> that that should already tell you like where he's at. Already tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I love James, man. Like James one of the GOATs. This dude is one of the best offensive players, one of the best scorers in history. Ever. Yeah. I I just want to look up the MVP shares in uh second place in 15, second place in 17, second place last year. He won the year before that, and he got three other finishes where he's in top ten. Case closed. Like upper room, upper room, absolutely. Like this is this is too great. Uh, so those are our automatic bids. So um, so we're, we're going to get into the rest of it. Um, so what what are your what are your thoughts of Sidney Moncrief, Milwaukee Bucks star? I'm gonna vote Sidney in because he's one of the only, well, I think two or three guys, him, Kawhi, and maybe one other person, maybe. Are like the only few non guards to even be defensive player of the year back to back years. You know, on the, the number side, he had a great five year stretch. So, not really a whole lot outside those five all star years and stuff like that. He, numbers wise, he was, you know, 14 points, 12 points, stuff like that. But for that five year stretch, best, probably best defensive player in the game. And he was averaging about 19, 20 points. So, I would give him my nut. Five top ten MVP finishes. We just talked about Harden, how he got um, all those he got. We're talking about a guy who can do who he's. I mean, yes, he's not he's not a Jordan or Kobe when it comes to two way, but he, as far as because he don't add the scoring like they, those guys did, but as far as defensively, right there with him. And Cinnamon Creed was one, he's a bad man. I mean, full first team defenses. 
I think what one's on the second team probably got robbed in those in those five years you you're talking about. Uh, no, so, I, I think those. I think those uh, his first one. I think no. Yeah, after one, that, then he went he up. Made, and he, he, made, yeah. he made he made second team, but after that he made first. First, team. yeah. So, Twenty-one points, almost six boards, four and a half assists. Come on, man. And yeah, we can't down we can't forget pieces. about him. yeah we can't we can't we can't forget about a guy like Cinnamon Creepy and, and and he get lost in the shuffle just like the Clyde's of the world, but. Um, not great, not known for three point shooting, and he's defensive, so he's not flashy. But you talk about an elite defender. We talked about getting guys like the Dennis Robbins. We let in, we let it, we let in a a, a Draymond because of that as well. Kawhi getting in because of defense. Davis getting in because of defense. Cinnamon Creek, I mean, his his best thing yeah, is defense. It's a, it's a, it's a two way sport. You know, yeah. if you you know you got if all you got to do is score. Guys, yeah, you know, you know, you got the guys who can do everything: score, defend, pass, all that stuff. You got the guys who are gonna be more. Defensive oriented, and then you got the guys who be more offensive oriented, and you got your specialist guys or just your resume guys like this right month. He's more of a, a resume guy, but he has a versatile skill set. Yeah, hey, Iceman get in for scoring, my creep getting in for defense. I just, I mean, I think it's pretty easy. Um, hey man, like I said, 21 points that five years stretch, man. He was putting some buckets up too. Hey, put in the basket now. That, 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 that crazy post game. Uh, another guy who who's known for defense, tough nose, um, part of the bad boys. Uh, Joe Dumars, he, he I, I think he got to be in. We talking about a guy who found MVP, had a case for it to win both of them. It just Isaiah Thomas had a, had a greater uh, like you know consistency through all all, all six games. But five time All Defense, three time All NBA, two time champ, uh, part part of that duo uh, with Isaiah Thomas. But the bad boys and you know we, we you got to put a bad boy in. And we we already put Zeke in last uh, last week and. Joe Demar should have follow if, if if you voted man because I mean you're talking about a guy who can do it both ways and in his in his prime he was up there twenty points too so I'll vote Joe yeah, Joe Dumars uh, in yeah I'm I'm giving Dumars his his room key you know he was the eighty nine <laughs> he was the, he was the eighty nine Finals MVP in that series against the Lakers man do average twenty seven points when they swept him now the year before that in eighty eight he was trash he only averaged like thirteen. <laughs> So he basically doubled and they swiveled. So I, I mean, that was crazy. Made six All Stars within an eight years, eight year span, uh, from eighty nine to ninety five. Like you say, his prime, he was averaging about nineteen, twenty points. I got to get him in there, man. Give, give him his room key. And he put the uh, Pistons and the O four together. <laughs> um, hey, oh yeah, as, as, as a GM. As a GM. <laughs> <laughs> um, last guy I want to talk about real quick, uh, Reggie Miller, man. Um, I think he should get in. When you're talking about, he was almost the guy to retire Michael Jordan. We used to talk about that in the ten part documentary, man. In, in Game Seven, what ninety eight five uh, East Conference Finals, but he was a dog throughout the whole nineties and two thousands. And the, the craziest, he had he he had a long stretch, and he was still able to be a scorer and not, and not had that dip where he getting ten points a game and eight and six and five to end it off, you know. Man. <laughs> Playing off the ball is 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 an underrated skill, man. Yeah, and he was a put the dag in your heart. Yeah, like Reggie Miller. At any given moment, it can go crazy. He can hit you with with ten straight points in in a, in a flurry. And you saw the game like against the Knicks and some of that. And I, I think Reggie Miller. He doesn't have the accolades a lot, like as far as the NBA's. But his first is he he just. I mean, through all NBA, eight, eighteen points a game. For career wise, and like I said, he was up there in the twenties for a while. So I mean, I think Reggie Miller should be shooting. Yeah, the case for him, one of the greatest shooters of all time, in his career with uh twenty five hundred three points. I think the exact number was like twenty five sixty 
um, at the time when he retired, he was number one. Of course, you know Ray, and of course Steph, Steph gonna obliterate and Clay, that. Probably. and Clay, Clay gonna obliterate <laughs> it probably, and KD or something. Harden, Harden, yeah. So <laughs> you got some guys who are gonna get close. Uh, he led the league in free throw percentage five times. I mean, '96 Olympic team, they won to go medal. But the case against him, never made a first or second team All NBA. And of course, like we said earlier, league is loaded, so you're you're not you're not, you're not gonna beat out. Uh, you're not beating out Jordan ever. Kobe's <laughs> these guys, so you know. So at, at your own spot, you you're not even gonna get this. But he never made a first uh, first or second team All NBA. He's always on the third team, which where it helps guys resume out being on the third team. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know he's he, he has some clutch moments against um, you know the Knicks, the Bulls. We saw in the last dance that crazy shot against Mike. So he has great case form and yeah, of course you said against him. Yeah. yeah, Denver didn't play defense a lot. And like I said, he uh never made it for the second team all in the NBA. But I'll give Reggie a room key, man. Reggie is somebody else who's become underrated under time. But if you look at the nineties, people say he's overrated. Was he a superstar? Was he not a superstar? So he's one of those crazy guys to evaluate, man. But yeah. As you know, he made six each finals, made the two thousand finals against the Lakers. Um I gotta put him in there, man. Alright, so let, let's go on to uh, some guys who are currently playing. Um so I know I know I know I know Clay Thompson uh gets gets names up there and we talk about like a, maybe a, like the Rosen. Um when it when it comes to like, you know, career wise, those guys that have been playing for a while. Uh, do, do do you have a clay, the case to get Clay in? Yeah, um, five time All Star. Of course, he's on the championship team three times. Um, two time All NBA, made his first All Defensive Team. I think what a year or two ago. So, mm-hmm. one of the more prolific shooters in the game currently mm-hmm. and and in history has that Reggie Miller type skill set. I mean Reggie played eighteen years and was a five time all star, three time all NBA. Clay's already past that, you know, pretty much because he's already five time all star and two time all NBA, so and he's not even done. So <laughs> basically he already so basically he already didn't pass that because yeah. Reggie played eighteen years and that was his final tally. So Clay's gonna surpass him on that and of course he got the three championships. So some deeper playoff runs is in Clay's favor. And you know we talked about Reggie having moments, you know, uh, you know the 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 crazy uh, nine points and that you know that amount of time against the Knicks, shot against Jordan, some other crazy shots. Clay is known as a microwave that can erupt at any point without dribbling. I mean, <laughs> less than ten times at least <laughs> in a whole game. So yeah, yeah, Clay yeah. is known; he's known to erupt. So. Uh, his case would be along the lines of Reggie Miller. Yeah, I, I think we probably have to. I would say, I would say right now we don't put him in, but he's a guy that at the end of his career, you're, you're talking about. He 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 got to you gonna have to give him a key. Is he gonna be begging for it? And it's like he gonna have it, especially if the Warriors can still win without Kevin Durant. You're talking about you talk you're talking about a guy if he get that success again, get to the finals again, and show what he can do. There once was a woman. A host with the most, with plenty of Coca-Cola for a holiday toast. She headed out to share a Coke with friends in town, but outside the door was a gift on the ground. So she reached inside and read the letter. Have a Coke, old friend, because together tastes better. 
This season, say thank you to family, friends, or neighbors by sharing an ice cold Coke. Because sharing brings us together, and we know together tastes better. Pick up a Coke at your nearest Meyer and share it today. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors. Base models compared. I mean, it, it, I, don't know, I don't know if it's more like, okay, well, what they wore is that got, ever got there again without Kevin Durant, who knows? But we let Draymond Green in because his resume was so similar to Dennis Rodman. So it's kind of like, okay, well, similar success to, to Reggie Miller, similar, similar to Ray Allen. But, you know, th- does he have that dog in him to be the lead guy? And I think that's only the question I have. Uh, can he get in as a lead guy like Reggie and Ray Allen were? And if he can show that just a little bit, you know, I don't mind letting Clay Thompson in. Yeah, because of the era and the way the, the way teams are being built, he won't ever get a chance to do that. So I can't, I can't knock him for that. So it's true. I mean, as of, as of today, I'm just going to vote Clay in. I mean, basically the same case as Reggie. I can't vote Reggie and not give it to Clay. So I, I would give uh, give Clay a key. No, last I mean, five years he's averaging 21 points. Yeah, yeah, it, it's like well, he got the defense too that that kind of builds him up against against Reggie without the defense. Um, but like I said, it's like I want I want to see I want to see I want to see him with a. Uh, if if he was given the given the reins, but if if you want to say like the James Worthies of the world, I mean Clay Thompson can fit that role. So I mean being the third best player on the championship team, but can he ever? Do you think he ever can get a Finals MVP? If they was if they win another championship. Yo, what are your eyes of of, of him versus uh, Steph? He just have to erupt in like two or three of the games because no equal dollar now. Clay may draw the best assignment defensively. And if he still erupts in a series, you know, averaging about 23 points and mm-hmm. he has one of those crazy 45-point spurts and another, you know, 39, something like that, and just kind of treads water for the rest of it, he could probably get it unless Steph just goes more berserk. <laughs> right. And that, that's crazy because you always got that idea that he probably and, and then, like just Yeah, just narrative-wise, I think, the media would kind of want to give it to Steph because it's yeah, they only thing his resume is Yeah, like it's <laughs> they the only thing it's Steph resume. The only thing his resume is missing is that. So I think the media would kind of be like, we kind of got to give it to him this time. That's the media but fault for if, giving it to Iggy. <laughs> that's that's but, what but it is. Uh, but if Clay, yeah, if Clay can get one of those James Worthy type Finals MVPs, he'll be even more of a lock. But um, I got to just the case. For Clay, it equally matches Reggie. He just doesn't have the longevity yet, which he will get. As long as he returns from injury just fine. Yeah, AC, I I'm, not, yeah, get, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I think he'll get it longevity-wise. He's going to finish pretty high. We're not really projecting, but, but I'm just saying, you know, yeah, where, yeah. Where he could finish up. But, but as of today, I think the case with Reggie and then similar to Worthy, similar resumes, I'll go ahead and give Clay a key. I, I'm going to uh, give him a uh... – I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna give him a key, but he gonna put it next to his cell phone, and he can't get into the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm gonna do. Hey, like, <laughs> I, I think he's better than Draymond. So if I'm putting Draymond, I gotta put Clay in. That's how I'm looking at it. That's that's fair too. I feel like we probably have to, we probably have to put Clay in. So he he he'll get the key, but he gonna put it in the wrong pocket. That's what he gonna do. Quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. 
All right, man, we back and we are joined. Uh, we had him on the show before a couple times. Uh, Kev O, man, what's going on? Man, what's going on, y'all? It's glad to be back. Thank y'all for having me. I enjoy this discussion. Um, I mean, there's a couple things that y'all done said that I've kind of been like chomping at the bits to reply to. Uh, for starters, <laughs> I want to talk about Reggie Miller with his iconic shots and stuff over his pushing off behind. Y'all just gonna y'all just gonna leave that <laughs> off. All right, whatever. Um, and then as far as Clay Thompson, man, if Clay and Steph win another championship, they're gonna give it to Clay because you know they don't want to give it to Steph for whatever reason. So you know Clay's gonna get one, and you know you gotta put him in. Um, right. But yeah, no, nah, discussion is great. I'm glad y'all are using people's proms because a lot of people tend to stay in the league five years longer than they need to. So like, I'm glad y'all are not counting that against them. Um, and I like what y'all said about my favorite player to answer. So um, I'm happy to be here. Thank y'all for having me. All right. So Rashad, man, you you, you want to state your case for uh, one of your guys uh, from your favorite team of all time. We, we forget about him. Uh, Mono Ginobili. Go, go, go ahead and oh, yeah. say why he should be in the upper room. Yeah, man. My new... I mean, his resume speaks for itself. Two-time All-Star, and that's as a six-man mostly in your career, you made All-Star team twice. Jamal Crawford never did that. Lou Williams never did that. Dude made two All-NBA teams, like we just said. He's playing in the most guard-dominant time ever, I think, in my opinion. Of course, he won a six-man-of-the-year award in 07-08. On the winningest trio ever with the Spurs, him, Duncan, and Tony Parker, four-time NBA champ. The dude has made so many crazy clutch plays that, you know, Spurs fans remember. But I think amongst the NBA world, they kind of get forgotten just because it's the Spurs. The Spurs aren't really celebrated how the Lakers or the Bulls or Celtics are celebrated. So some of his clutch moments kind of get overlooked. You can't forget what he did internationally, man. When it won a gold medal, when the USA team was freaking loaded. So we know what he could have done as a number one guy, but because of his skill set and because of the Spurs, hey, Manu, come off the bench for us and be that guy. During his prime from 27 to 33, dude was averaging almost 17 points, four rebounds, four assists. So think about if he's getting starters minutes. He was only averaging, you know, bench minutes, 27, 20, 29 minutes. If you started giving him 35, 38 minutes, he easily averaging 20. All right. I feel you. Uh, that, that's that's not a bad case. I mean, you're right. If he had the opportunity to be the guy, which we talk about, Clay didn't have, uh, then he probably would have been more. But it's like, it's like, man, it's it's like he had he had a good he had a good little stretch and two good seasons where he was like one of the best. But it's like outside of that though, it, it's really are, are we are we more counting his playoff success than anything? I mean, I think you count everything because. I mean, look at what, what he was on, the winningest trio. You don't get to become the winningest trio without key <laughs> pieces. Well, being yeah, top three guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, you, you you take one piece away from that, man, what happened? It falls apart. Like, I think that's for any team. Like, when they say trios or duos, when you remove one thing, it kind of lessens what the, other, what the other people can do. So, like, even though he came off the bench, he was vital to the Spurs. Here's my thing about Manu. So first off, you had said, you know, he made uh, two All-Stars, a six-man. You said, like, Crawford and Lou Williams never did that, which is true. But it ain't like we putting Crawford and Lou Williams in the upper room either. So, so, so using <laughs> them <laughs> as a way to state your case, you know, is kind of iffy. I think the thing about Manu is when you talk about the era, he was doing a lot of this in the time. I know that the guard, guards always tend to be um, – 
kind of stacked just always. But like, I mean, this this was the time when MVPs were going to Dirk Nowitzki and Steve Nash. So like, it ain't like he was. This is when this is James Harden, uh, Dwayne Wade type stuff. Um, so I, I don't. I just don't know how I could constitute, and I don't make the rules. This is this <laughs> y'all make the rules, but I don't. I don't know how I can constitute, you know, a, a career six man. Like, I, and I get it. Had he been able to be a star, to be the guy, we've seen what he can do internationally, but he didn't, and so he didn't get that opportunity. And so, just like you can't punish a guy like Clay Thompson for not getting that opportunity, you can't reward a guy like Manu, assuming that if he got the opportunity, he would get it. Um, and so in this case, me personally, I would have to keep him off. Um, but you make compelling cases. And, you know, if the, if the more you talk and the more I think about it, the more I want to put him in. <laughs> but uh, right, as of right now, I probably got to keep him out. Yeah, the only thing about Manu... Which is a fair point. The only thing about Manu is like, damn, you know what? Manu made the Euro step, though. Exactly. <laughs> I gotta, that's, that's crazy though. Like, damn. It, it, oh man, because Kevin McHale went in with the upper the up and under. You got the arrow stuff. That's that's iconic. Ah, damn. That's a good case. All right. That's oh. But before we make a decision, let, let me talk about my guy who who just who just announced that he's done playing Vince Carter. Shout out to him. Um I was live when he scored his what? What was it? His twenty thousand career point? Um, yeah, yeah, he hit about what, two what, years ago, 20, 000, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, Vince Carter, man, shout salute to you. Uh, great career. Um, we probably we should have been saying this seven years ago, honestly. But hey, at least you finally hang, hang it up. Um, but this guy, Vince Carter, man, I'm talking about in his first eleven seasons, eight all eight all stars, two time All NBA, Rookie of the Year, averaging twenty three five and four. You talking about up there, up here with the rest of these guys like the D Ways and, and and the Clyes and all these guys. And he had some, he has you know, slight playoff success. Um, but you know, obviously, he was more better as a role player when he got to the Mavericks and all that stuff like that. But, but in his prime, was Vince Carter? When I mean, do y'all think Vince Carter ever was a top ten player? And I, I would say, yeah, um, at least in the first eleven season. Then I think at once he once he left uh, uh, New Jersey, then you know, kind of went during the down a little bit. But I think Vince Carter was a dog, and I mean, half man, half amazing. You, Vince is just—he's insanity, man. I don't know about top ten player. Not during that time. You don't think so? Like doing, like right, doing, doing the during the two thousand. Go ahead. Real quick, Shaq. All right. Kobe, T Mac, KG, Duncan, Dirk, J Kid. You guys still think about Omari was peaking at that time? Uh, I can't give you Omari. I don't know. You see Web either. I, I don't. I give you a yeah, but see, bro, I don't know. Bro, King Seawell, 0102, bro. 0102? 0102, yeah, bro. I'm talking 0304, Where you go? <laughs> give yeah, me. He was still there. Man, Vince, Vince, was, Vince was nasty. Vince, I, I don't know, man. I, I, think, I, think, I think Vince had a compelling case man, to be top bro, 10. I didn't even name Paul Pierce or Ray Allen either, man. Vince was not top 10, bro. He was compete, he competing with those guys. With Ray, with Ray Allen and Paul Pierce, damn it. He, he, he said, first of all, he should have, first of all, he said they should have won game seven against the Sixers. That would have knocked Iverson out in the second round. And he, who knows against Ray Allen, he could have went to the finals. And, you know, and small stuff like that changes the game because he had the opportunity to win the game. Oh, yeah. And the shot went in and out. I mean, 
that changes everything. We we, we don't t ever talk about Iverson step over. We don't never talk about um you know well shit. He probably get swept by Lakers because <laughs> because Iverson was better. So he obviously had that career game. So um I don't know, man. I think I think it's just like one or two things, and this he was another way around. He, I just think he probably lasts too long. He played too long, so it's kind of like we forgot about him a little bit. But his first eleven seasons, uh, man. Why does Donkey ever know for sure? I feel like Vince Carter reminds me a lot of Kyrie Irving. Damn. From the standpoint of <laughs> <laughs> like he came in and off rip, off rip, you know, putting up numbers. You can't deny the numbers. He's box office, showstopper. You come to see Vince Carter. But, you know, outside of that, <laughs> yeah, you dunking. Yeah, you you know you you bringing you you're, you're you're bringing you know fans into the stands, but what do you what do you? That's that's all I got. Like it's the same thing I feel with Kyrie. Like yeah, you you know you breaking ankles and making crazy layups, but outside of that, man, you got you got you know why you got a ring. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> like yeah, I'm just kind of like I, I there Vince Carter and Kyrie Irving are the same to me. If Kyrie Irving's go career goes exactly the way it's going, they're the exact same. And I don't I don't I don't know, man. I, I just I, numbers and, and and box office doesn't doesn't get an upper room key for me. Um I mean at least at least Mano Ginobili created the Eurostep. Like and, and I guess Vince Carter did the whole the whole point thing or whatever in the dunk contest, but like it's over. Winning the dunk contest, <laughs> but but that really is the case for Vince though. Greatest dunker ever, and he made basketball in Toronto relevant. Yeah, which is we see what they we see a, what they got now. So in a whole other so country, that's the greatest case for Vince. Yeah, that's the, that's the greatest case for him. But I also I, I, him in. I don't know. I don't know about that top ten. Is is, is he like Josh as real fringe? But it's just oh, like it's, Kyrie. It's like fringe. It's like, the, the, the line is real, really <laughs> slim. Like, <laughs> but 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 to be fair, so so off initial thought, I wouldn't put Vince Carter in. Um, when I first thought about this discussion, I was like, I put I go Vince more than I go Manu. Um, however, if you think about, I didn't think about you know basketball in Toronto was not was nothing before Vince Carter. Uh, Chris Bosh, his celebrity in Toronto would have been nothing had Vince Carter not come first. Um, and that's a whole, that's, that's Canada. That's a whole country. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I, all right. Out of those two, who you going to put in? Vince Carter or Manu? If you had to choose one, uh, you got one key left. Manu. You got one key. If I got one key left, have to make a choice. Game seven, clock running down. I'm probably gonna put. I'm probably gonna put. Smith's I'm probably gonna put Manu Ginobili, in, over Vince, because like I said, he Manu, made the Euro like, step. Made the Euro step, international superstar. Um, and hey, I mean, he had the he had the wavy hair back in his prime, man. Like he's got the. I don't know if they show this little commercial anymore, but they used to show the thing where he used to he had the ball, he like did the whole like. Whatever that thing is with the, with the crazy hair, it was a long time ago. Bro, the um, dude killed a bat, man. <laughs> yeah, he killed a bat with bare hands. Like, dude, dude, low key a monster. But but at the same time, you know, he don't have the numbers nowhere near what Vince got. 
And I think even if he was the number one option, he wouldn't have the numbers that Vince got. So I I give Manu his playoff success. Uh, one of the triplets in the in the in the trio. Um but Vince, I, I don't want to put either one in. If I had to put one in, <laughs> I'd probably go Manu. That's crazy. I, I mean, I, Manu, Manu making the Euro step probably, probably puts make make me want to put him in too because yeah. I don't know they, they they might just have to share a twin bed. Hey, I'm about to say they can just share one, <laughs> just pass it pass it back and forth, and then it's like you know what you always say when you talk about people in the Hall of Fame of any sport is like can you tell the story of the NBA without this person. And it's like, you can't tell, you can't, what the six man is now, you can't, you don't have that without him. The Euro step, you don't have that without him. Um, and of course, he's an international superstar, which made uh, the international basketball, um, especially the Olympics, it kind of, it kind of helped hype it up because it was like, oh, that's why we like seeing NBA players in Olympics playing against US, Team USA, because that's right. the only chance they got to beat them. And now you see like <laughs> Spain, Spain decided, okay, well, we just, well, let's, let's just, let's get everybody. <laughs> And see if we can still can't win, but that's besides the point. Like Spain can't win, but Manu could. Um, and so, with that being said, I think that you can't tell the full history of the NBA without him. Um, Vince Carter, outside of the Duncan human highlight films and whatnot, whatnot, which you already had, Clyde the Glide. Um, had we had uh, Dominic Wilkins make it? Wilkins. So, so it's like, but but you said Dominic Wilkins and Clyde the Glide made it. So mm-hmm. then it's like, well, I mean, if they can make it, I guess Vince Carter can make it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's so like, yeah. I, yeah. So they both need to get in, actually. It's funny because I, I came into this conversation thinking neither one needed to get in. But the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, you know what? Yo, Why not? I mean, Why this, like, like I said, they, they might have to share a twin bed. So, <laughs> and they, probably ain't, ain't, yeah. no, ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't That's nothing fine. wrong with That's it. Fine. We all did it as kids. So it's fine. All right, so a couple more new guys in the league. Um, kind of interested to hear you too, Kale, on this one. We talked about trying to tr- uh, project where these guys are going to go. And Spider versus Devin Booker versus Bradley Beal. Uh, we see what Bradley Beal done this season. I mean, 30 points a game, uh, six assists, but they're not winning. We know Devin Booker's been lighting up, but he's not winning. Um, Spider was in the best situation. Um, and he's scoring points, but, you know, he got he got the best, like, franchise around him and out of the three. Um, what do y'all think these three guys, when it, when it's all said and done, do you th- like who has the best better chance to be, make the upper room? That's tough. Go ahead, kid. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the thing. All right, so here's my thing with Bradley Beal. Um, dude was made of glass for I don't know how many years, um, and so now you know he's healthy, and it's like all of a sudden he explodes. But we've seen how many times we've we seen where it's like trash teams. You got guys getting paid because they're scoring all these points because someone's got to score the points. Um, so it's like how much of that is situation? There's really nobody to score. And, and it's not like he's trash. You know, he, he he's a prolific scorer. Um, how much of that is uh, a product of his environment or lack thereof? Um, Devin Booker, virtually the same thing. It's, it's just crazy how you know, he, he came in immediately. Um, but – I mean, like I said, I was hesitant to put Vince Carter in, and Devin Booker's just doing what, you know, what as far as scoring, he's just scoring. Uh, I don't, I don't think he's really playing much defense. He's he put not, up, he put up seventy though. Score, he yeah, scores, scoring. 
All right, he put up seventy. He's but I mean, he's, why? But he's scoring, scoring. Only only six guys in history have scored seventy. Yes, but you really, you can't he say scored he, like fifty five. You can't say he's scoring. Like you can't, you can't, like you can't say he's scoring. Like you got put, it, you got to say it twice. Like he's he he, scores, he, he be scoring, scoring. Score. Yeah. Score, score. <laughs> okay. Um, and then like like you said, the Donovan Mitchell came into the best situation, um, a franchise that was quick to open their arms because Gordon Hayward left, and they were salty about that one. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't think that he's. I think that someone could have stepped in if it wasn't him and been and been as successful if they, if they knew how to score the basketball. I think any score could, you know, be like, – like if Devin Booker was with Utah – I mean, yeah, with Utah, you know, I think it would be the same thing. I don't think that he's any better than Beal or Booker. I think Beal kind of being a little bit better two-way than the two of them uh, helps his case. But, you know, Beal and Booker aren't winning, and then Mitchell – is winning but he's got i mean his team around him is is loaded like people don't really understand how valuable guys like rudy gobert and joe ingles are um in the shooting and the coaching and then he's in utah where it's hard to breathe like it's there's a lot of things going for him and they racist um, too if that and, makes sense yeah yeah and they're racist <laughs> <laughs> uh they're really hard on opposing teams so um that's my my original mindset I'd rather hear what y'all got to say before we talk about whether we think they're going to make the get a key or not later on. Yeah, I'm going to give my case for the best guy I think has a chance. I'm going to say, just looking at it, I'm going to go D-Book. I'm going to go Booker just because of his youth. He's only 23, 24. The last three years, 24.9, 26.6, 26.1. The winning's not there. But you got to think at some point he's going to demand a trade or he could team up with somebody. And then his scoring numbers will look a lot better next to, like, a Giannis or somebody. Like, just, just throwing a name out there. Or, like, ben Simmons. Win some, yeah, or, like, he can win some scoring titles, you know, just being on bad teams. So, I'm just thinking D-Book would probably have the best chance. Bradley Bill is already in year eight and really just now hitting his stride. So, he might be a late bloomer. Yeah. I was about to say, if, if I'm ranking him, oh, my bad, go ahead. Oh, no, you good, bro. Like, I was about to say, if I was, <laughs> I was, if I was ranking, I'd probably have the, the same way you talked about it. You said Booker, Bill, then I'd probably go Mitchell. And honestly, what, what, what you said, Kev, it's kind of, it's kind of, ideally, like, you put Bill or Booker there, uh, I think Jazz are better. I mean, it's crazy to say that. I mean, because Spider to me is more like of, of a, you know, of a, Get to the basket type of guy, but you put a shooter around that coming off screens with, with Gobert or, or or using you know Badovich and the Ingles over there, using that, it just it just I think they just they 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 go up a level. And Bradley Beal with with the two way he got on a, on a defensive team, I mean this this is this is a this is a problem. So um, I I think Bradley Beal, yeah, the Wizards know in this year. I think next year when they get John Wall back healthy. I think they're good enough in the East to to make to to win, and you're going to see. I think he has arrived. I think he's going to. He might not be 30 next year, but I'm thinking he's going to be a 25 point scorer for the next three four years. And yeah, he's in year eight, but he's also what 26. Like he's not old. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been in the league a long time, but he's still. I think he. I think he. He was same same year as Andy Davis. So so you know if we talk about Davis and he's finally arrived when it comes to winning. 
as long as Bradley Beal can add some winning to to this stat total he's doing, I mean, he, he has a chance to to do it. I mean, and, and D, D Book, he he it's not his fault Suns can't draft didn't draft Luca or Trey Young first. <laughs> so Man, the Suns been been botching the draft for years, man. Yeah, Josh Jackson, he already gone. Uh, Bender, like Dragon Bender, Marquis, Marquis, Chris, all them dudes gone. They <sighs> traded Dragon, they traded everybody. Everybody gone. And it's like you're right, he probably gonna have to demand a trade because just like Kimba, you died in Charlotte, you died in, you gonna die in Phoenix with that. The Heat, you gonna die there. So you need to go somewhere. It, it, it's sad because like the Suns actually is a good market. Like you can go out there and yeah. attract some fans, win some games. Like I mean, be a be a star, but. The team, man, how many coaches have they had? Like, I can't even name all the coaches. I probably can't name the last, like, Alvin Gentry the last one I remember. So, who, how many they had since then? Man, two men. They had, like, a Russian I remember, guy. Yeah, Igor or something. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I remember yeah. him, yeah. <laughs> and then, um. No, Earl Watson didn't he coach for a little Oh, yeah, yeah Earl they, Watson, they had, yeah. they had Earl for a minute, man. Like, they, they fired a coach, like, every year. So, who the, who the coach now? Uh, Monty. Oh, okay. Hey, I mean, hey, with Monty, Monty a good coach. They, they winning. And it's, I mean, and they, it's, they, they improved. Okay, all right, improving with, with this with yeah. this with eight and missing thirty plus games. So you know. they made the bubble. So I mean that's something that within six games <laughs> of the AC, they, made, they made the uh, playing tournament. <laughs> yeah, I will say this though about Beal, man. Like Bradley Beal, however many years ago it was, you know they was talking about John Wall and Bradley Beal competing for the best backcourt behind Stephen Clay. Yeah. Uh, so it's like. Yeah, Beal's kind of a late bloomer as far as, like, superstardom. Had he been doing this four years ago up to now, he'd be considered a superstar as opposed to just a budding star. But, like, it ain't like – like I said, I think his issue for me was he he's just made of glass. He was always hurt. And then it's like he can finally break out because Wall's hurt. And I think, man, when they come back, like you said, Kev, they're good. They were already good enough to make the playoffs right, yeah. So with those two. Like, I, they, and Beal wasn't on that level yet. No, yeah. he wasn't on that level yet. So, like, I'm, I hope as long as John Wall comes back strong and he continues to be, you know, just that speed demon. That, that's a hard, that's a hard duo, man. Like, um, and I think that the winning, the winning might be able to take care of itself for Beal. Um, and I also think you're right. Beal in Utah is better than Mitchell in Utah. Um, same thing with Booker, in my opinion. I think Mitchell's a little bit better of a playmaker than the two of them. Like, he can, he can handle the ball in the pick and roll. And I think Booker would be looking for a shot. Bill would be looking for is more for a shot. But Mitchell kind of has a little bit. He's more of a threat in different ways. Ain't nobody passing to go Bill. I ain't passing the ball to go Bill. Hey, throw it up. <laughs> throw it up. Do what Just throw it up towards the rim and have Capella slash Bill Russell throw it down. Um, and it's pretty college. much. <laughs> yeah. I about to say so. We'll, we'll we'll see where these guys go and whether they whether they can make an upper room as far as later on in the career. I'm gonna tell you right now. I got it. I found. Hey, so, I found so, so, success wise, Mitchell got the, got it right now. Like been well, in the yeah. playoffs all three years, like forty eight wins, fifty wins, and they was trending toward fifty wins again this year. So success wise, scoring wise, right now, Mitchell has the best case. Cause right. like Booker made All Star this year, but I ain't counting. He, he was a replacement player. He should have made the first time. He, he should. He should have been. He should have <laughs> been. Well, no, no not this like, year. Last year he should have made. It. Last year he should have made. It. Last year. And then like. Like this year, Bills put up thirty, but he didn't make it. When you say like he could have, they, they, they could have, they, they could have made it. But like the other guys had compelling cases too. So end of the, you know, when we get down to the resume thing, it's always about what's on your resume. We're not gonna go back in ten years and look at it's could have made it this year, should have made it this year. So you yeah, know, those true. are those are certain things that happen in the moment that you can evaluate. But 
a decade from now, we're not gonna say he should be nine time all star. He only five because this happened. We can say all <laughs> I'm about to say he a two time all star now, and he ain't make it in his best season. It's cr- that's just it's crazy. <laughs> that's just crazy to think about. Um, hey, what, what about this though? What if he gets traded to the Nets? How's that change his trajectory then? He could probably go be in. Bradley Bill, it's all Bradley Bill. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he already he, he his, his key uh, his key waiting in the when he come to in the door. Like, that's, that's easy. Um, because like I think I think they'll win like championships all that kind of stuff. But what about his scoring numbers? He won't be having twenty five. See, then he'll be what's crazy twenty twenty one. What's crazy is I don't know a big three where all three players need the ball. About to say there's, I feel like there's no there's no there's no big three that exists. So I, I don't even think that's even a good idea, first of all. But um, if you could run an offense similar to that Golden State where you could be Klay Thompson or uh, you can be – because, I I mean, he can't shoot like Klay, but he can do it. He can put he can dribble. You know, right. he can put the ball on the floor more. And like, as long <laughs> hey, as we all don't kill Klay today. <laughs> as long as you can guarantee that the ball can stay in rotation because you got – you know Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is very ball-dominant. Kevin Durant – has learned to be able to be not so ball dominant playing when going to state, which I think will help him. Um, and if if Beal can can do that, averaging twenty two points a game, and they go win three championships, like him being that P. You said you can't have a trio if one like the P. Like he, I still even with twenty one, that's fine. Yeah, as long as you win, you're gonna make the All Star teams like Clay was yeah. making. As long as you win it, so he'll he'll rack up the All Stars, and you'll get you know a couple of maybe two championships as long as everybody's healthy. Could go in his favor. All right, so last last but not least, uh, I want to talk about this guy who my he already got my vote. He only this is the second season. Luka Doncic, twenty nine 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 this season exactly. alone. I'm going. He, he got the key. I don't care. He, he got so he got so nothing else. Because one Mavericks fell off the face of the earth. They they've been a stable franchise for our whole life, and then as dirt went down, zit. One of the stars in the league, Luca, boom, playoffs. Like I, I, I just think that's just that's just showing like how great he can be, and and he's only scratching the surface. I mean, he was the MVP over there in Europe, in Europe, and he was 18, 19 years old. Now he's over here, and he's a top seven player in the game already. And this is this is twenty nine nine and nine. He's doing what Russ did his first triple double when he's getting you know thirty ten to ten. He's not he's not there yet, but it's like I mean it's one more. And he's for each, and he's there. So, I, and I think it's and he can shoot threes. What Russ can't do. So I, I feel like this guy is he. He's only going to get better. And we talk about prime for prime. His prime is already at twenty. That's ridiculous. He's going to have a ten year career where he's going to be a top seven player easily. Within the next five years, they should win a title. That's that's how good he is. Within the next five years, they yeah. should win a title, and he should be an MVP once, maybe twice. I'm wondering, so you brought up a good point that makes me think, it's probably another conversation for another time, but you said Mavericks kind of fell off, and it's like they really did, and it's like did they do the best job of not, I feel like they tried to ride the Dirk wave for way too long, long, way too long, and it's like they never, you ain't got to necessarily trade them away, but it's not like they never, they never decided, okay, Dirk's not going to do it for us no more. We got to go find another star. We're out here being trash. I don't, I, I can't really, Remember who they've been drafting, but I was, I was like, it seemed like there was no effort. Like Luca, and Luca literally just came, and in in one year he brought the magic, and then the next year now he's they're winning. I must say it's, just, it's pretty similar to the Colts in the NFL. 
Peyton yes. Manning fell off. Oh, look, we're here. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> like, I, I'll go with Devil's Advocate for a second. You know, they had a few things that didn't go in their way. They always chased the Fred and guys, but they never came. They chased Bosch at one point, you know, Dwight Howard, DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> they had DeAndre like, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, like, they, 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 they kidnapped dude and took him back. So, like, they always chased guys and tried to retool on the fly. But like you said, they were missing the playoffs a lot of the last couple of years. They they stayed steady with Carlisle. You know, they didn't they didn't fire him because, I mean, when you get a good coach, you got to keep him. So, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't they didn't panic and fire the coach, but you know, they drafted Dennis Smith Jr. He didn't fit with um, Carlisle. Yeah. The year they brought in Rondo, he didn't fit with Carlisle. So they were, they were trying things to retool on the fly to at least stay competitive. But, you know, it just never happened. I think the last playoffs they made before would have been this year was what, probably like 2016 they got beat by OKC, I think. I think after that they were 30, 25 wins, something like that for the last couple of years. Yeah, Dallas, and I wonder if Carlisle, because I'm trying to figure out, okay, so Dallas, that's not a terrible market. Mark Cuban, oh, great market. Um, Mark Cuban is somebody who is like, he's very well known. I feel like people don't hate him as an owner. Like Mark Cuban's not the guy in New York. Likeable uh, guy pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like Mark, but people like him. Like why do people not come to Dallas? There's no state tax in Dallas, tax, in Texas, like, or state income tax. So it's like, why? I, I'm just trying to. I don't understand. Like you said, cause that's a good point. They they tried, and these names you're naming, it's not like it's not LeBron, it's not. You know, they're bringing in. You said Chris Bosh. They tried. Howard. They tried Chris Middleton last year. He's signed back with you Middleton. Yeah, I, like I Jordan. Yeah, like I just. It, it, and look, it, if they didn't cool. trade for Porzingis, like you said, Nick exactly. Material, if they didn't. If they didn't trade for KP, it's Luka and nothing else, and they probably won't even be where they at right now because they only got Tim Hardaway and Courtney Lee. Yeah, like <laughs> Keep, I, 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 Keebler, Jalen Brunson. <laughs> they they got Trey Burke down there. You know they, they got JJ Barea still there. So a lot of them going. Like JJ Barea's been playing for thirty years. <laughs> like so, what if they didn't trade? What if the Knicks weren't in disarray and they didn't land Porzingis? Like where would they really be? Honestly, yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I bet he. I bet Dallas be better than the Suns and the Wizards. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Even if he was, the team was terrible. He gonna bring people out to them seats. For real though, for real. All right, so hey, Rashad, re- recap who we who we got in 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 the upper room. Uh, we got twelve. It could end up being fourteen. We got, of course, Jordan, Kobe, D Wade, AI. James Harden, Clyde Drexler, T Mac, George Gervin, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, Joe Dumars, Sidney Moncrief. Well, I should say it could be 15. We got Clay Thompson still pending, Manu pending, and Vince Carter pending. So uh, solidified 12 could be 15. All right, so I guess we got to make these decisions right now while we're while we here. So, uh, you, or do, or should, we, should we give it to the people, yeah? And let them vote in the last three guys. Uh, we we can do that, man. That's that's cool. Like, I mean, of course, Clay gonna win a poll because he's on the Warriors. He got championships. <laughs> he gonna win a poll by default because he's skill set. Well, they gonna say he's better than my new, which I don't think so. And then you know the love affair for Vince is going on now. So I mean, the poll gonna be pretty crazy, honestly. All right, so you we- might as well give it to the fans. You gotta you gotta let them you gotta give them some type of input. 
give give them some credibility a little, even though they be they be crazy sometimes. Yeah, you got <laughs> to let, let them vote a little bit. <laughs> All right, that's cool. That's cool with me. Okay, okay what's, what's up with your dude, man, Oladipo right now, man? Man, I I wish he didn't. I get... mean, we we thought at one point he was coming to the upper room, man. Hey, Old Depot was coming in there till he got till he got hurt, and I just think that I, I don't think I don't know if he can come back from his injury and 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 get on that tier because two years ago I was saying he's the second best play second best shooting guard in the league, and this is behind James Harden, and he got hurt. You saw his team needed him in the in the uh, playoffs because they it was battling with Boston. They they needed that closer. He wasn't there. And he got swept, and it was right there. And I think that would have been that would have been his chance to solidify himself as one of the best. And I don't know if he can come back from the injury. I think it derailed him a little bit because the OKC years, the Magic years, all get lost. And this is the year, this is the Pacers years is when he's supposed to be, you know, something. And I wonder if he take that route and be that third guy the rest of his career. Um, the rumors with Miami and whoever where else he can go. If he be a third guy, I mean, and win, he maybe can get back in this list. Kevin, before you chime in, I want to see what y'all think about this. His career numbers are 17, 4, and 4. Outside of the other year, what, two years ago, when he averaged 23, he was averaging 17.9, 16, 15.9, 18.8. So do we think he just had an outlier year? I think I, I think it's just the, I just think it's the injury. I think that everyone catches lightning in a bottle. Um, I wonder. I and I I like Victor Oladipo a lot, so I don't want this to be the case, because um, it could go one of two ways. It could be that he finally like popped, and from then on he's he's supposed to be whatever, or it could be he had a great season. He was you know, and it's like that that momentum rise, like you know, like Devonte Graham. I, I like next year. I'm not sure if he's gonna put up 18 points a game still. Um, like I and I think lightning in a bottle is is very real, and I think that Oladipo. I never I thought he was always pretty good, but I mean we talked about Manu Ginobili's stats off the bench and they're almost identical to Oladipo's as being the number one option. And I think maybe he's just one of those guys that's better suited as the two or the three. I think Paul like like a Paul George, like um and I think that he'll he he'll thrive better as the two and the three, not necessarily the main focus. Um Paul George almost won M V P being number two. So um, I won't, I won't necessarily chalk it up to a light in the bottle just yet, but yeah, like Kev, I think, you know, that injury, it's just, when you have everything going for you, you start getting into the talks of the Brandon Roy's, the Grant Hills, the Tracy McGrady's that really like, sometimes you just don't come back. Um, and that's going to be interesting to see over this next year. And I think next year, not the restart of this year, but next year will really tell us like, if we're going to see that other depot that everybody started to fall in love with, or if it's going to kind of go back to that, just you know, 17, 18 points a game, and that's that's it. Yeah, man, like you said, Brandon Roy, that dude was – he was on the path to get – He was, he was, he would have been up room, definitely. <laughs> he definitely would have like, been there. But, like, I feel like he was the next shooting guard in line. You know, it went from Jordan to Kobe, then from Kobe to D-Wade. I think Brandon Roy was going to be the guy, and then it would have been James Harden. But, of course, he got hurt in it. Shooting guard kind of had a little downtime so yeah. hard got to Houston. It really did. Yeah, it really did. It, it really did. But now, now the shooting guard is a pretty pretty good place. Um, do you think before we got here? Do you think Depot, the Pacers, like it's the system because Malcolm Brogdon is eating. <laughs> like 
And it, I don't know, maybe it's that, it's that shooting guard role, similar to Brad Stevens in Boston as a point guard. Maybe it's whoever that shooting guard, because Jamie Lamb was getting off. And I don't know, maybe just the system, and that's probably why he was getting 24, because he's already a great scorer. Put him in a system where you can score easier, and boom, you go up six, six points. So it's possible. I don't know, man. Like, the jury is still out on Depot right now, for real. Like, I don't know. Depot, Depot was about to make two all-time – Two teams defensively, and that's the only reason why Clay even got one, like, because of the injury. Like, I, I think he would have had two already. Uh, he would have been – he probably would have been a two-all NBA, possibly, and he would have had his chance in the playoffs to beat Boston. Hey, you know how everybody loves Boston. So, and it, they, they got swept, but they had, what, margin was five to six points, mm-hmm. give or take. So, he had he would have had a chance, and I think I think that trajectory would have been skyrocketing. But now it's like plateaued and low key going downhill. So we'll, we'll see. Because T.J. Warren's averaging eighteen this year, he's played most of the games in Depot spot. So even if we put Depot in, I mean, he's probably still gonna get to eighteen nineteen just with better defense. So that twenty three man, it might have because like nothing's really changed. Like same coach outside of the injury, same coaching staff for the most part. But you but you added, but you added more scores around because. But they did that because of the Boston series, because they couldn't yeah, score they, to yeah, win. They couldn't. They all defensive. Yeah, they, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they couldn't score. And then with it's a bonus pop. Hurt, I think they, they kind of had the uncertainty, so you had to go get Lamb right. and TJ, and you brought which, in Brockton. But which they is had going, the same team for the most part with Turner, Sabonis, all those guys, McDermott, TJ, Leafden. I would say I, th- I think getting getting those scores are going to make them a better team because pace is going to be all around. You don't know who to guard. Jeremy Lin give you thirty, you be mad and you, you lose, you be pissed off. You never know Miles Turner give you forty. Why? I don't know, but it's possible. And the pace team, you don't know who's gonna go off. And I think that's it's probably why he can hide and get success winning. It make all make all star team being the best player. It's possible. So basically we saying a lot of the guys on this list, as far as like the newer guys, they need to be a second or third option to pet the resume a little bit. Like DeMar DeRozan, Bradley Beal, Spider Mitchell, D Book. Like they gotta be a how about say outside outside of Harden and Luca at shooting guard. They all have to be second options, and I, and because yeah, Clay, uh, all these guys, yeah. And, 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 it's not, and I'm not necessarily saying it has to be a Giannis level of a person in front of them, but they gonna they gonna need a they gonna need a uh, another All Star with them if they want to do anything. I can agree with that. Yeah, it's weird. Like we just we talked about that golden era for twenty so years, twenty five. Two thousand was crazy. 30 years, like, when you go from Jordan to Kobe and Wade, just boom, boom, boom. Like, you kind of get spoiled. I mean, bro, even, even like a Joe Johnson. Like, Joe Johnson. Like, like, <laughs> like, like it was – we kind of got spoiled with the shooting guards a little bit yeah. for a while. Um, we always had a great – and so now – and we still got Harden. But now it's like, yeah, absolutely. Most of these shooting guards need to be with another all-star. Um, and you think, like, guys who – could really benefit from them as well. Like a Joel Embiid would benefit great from a from a Booker or a Beal, um, someone who can really space the floor. Uh, ben, Simmons, ben Simmons would benefit great with one of them too because they can run the floor with him. And that's that's instead of he got he throwing the you know court maws, he can throw the. the <laughs> Booker, like, hey, why you gotta say my boy like that, man? Come on, man. <laughs> Not against court maws, man. All respect. I, I, you know, um, any any dominant bigs. Would definitely could definitely use the shooters around them like that's you know i think <laughs> then they would really pop and they could thrive and win games um so jury's still out on depot for sure um 
But right now, I think that he is trending downwards. We'll just have to, we'll just have to wait and see. I would say, we probably, we probably got a possible 16 because my vote for my, Luca get my vote. And he going two years in. <laughs> hey, you got my Rick, Rick, rookie of the year and all-star dude finna put up a triple-double damn deal. Shoot, hey. <laughs> he, he, he might be in, hey, he, he, he He'll have to do a – you got to do a Brandon Roy in the next two years not to, to, to get it revoked because otherwise, the sky's the limit. Go knock on some wood. Yeah, knock on some yep. in the environment. <laughs> Man, we, we we throw in Luca International. He already is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MVP. Exactly. Best over there. He the best over there. Uh, that was good. But, yeah, man, we got 12 for sure. We got 12 keys, Kev. What are you going, man? The upper room. Oh, that was a little, that was a little, uh, the upper oh, room. <laughs> I thank y'all for having me, man. It's been fun. Appreciate oh, yeah. it. Shout out, Kill Mo. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Rashad. We out. Santa Bucks are back at Meyer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and save even more on the things you love. Like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just $199.99. Or a fur real Mama Josie the Kangaroo for $49.99. And Meyer is now offering free pickup on orders of $50 or more. So we do the shopping and save you time during this busy holiday season. Enjoy the great deals at Meyer. Exclusions apply. Visit Meyer.com to get started.